Hey, Wiki listeners, it's Rachel. And Victor, did you know I host the fantastic NYC Talent Show every Monday night at the Parkside Lounge in New York City? It's an off-off Broadway showcase where you can see New York's underground performance art up close. We've got weekly special guests like Colin Quinn, Janine Garofalo, Tone Bell, and lots more. Use the code WIKILISTEN for a special discount on tickets when you go to nyctalentshow.com. That's nyctalentshow.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. This is the Wikipedia page for catfishing. Not to be confused with catfisting. Wow. Welcome to Wikilisten, the podcast where we read Wikipedia pages and provide commentary. I'm Rachel Teichman, LMSW. And I'm Victor Renato, KSA. This article is about the online deception activity. For the practice of manipulating a cat toy on a string to stimulate a cat into activity, see Cat Play and Toys and Defining Object Play. This article has multiple issues. Please help improve it or discuss these issues on the talk page. Learn how and when to remove these template messages. This article's tone or style may not reflect the encyclopedic tone used on Wikipedia, June 2020. This article needs additional citations for verification, June 2020. Catfishing is a deceptive activity where a person creates a fictional persona or fake identity on a social networking service, usually targeting a specific victim. The practice may be used for financial gain to compromise a victim in some way, as a way to intentionally upset a victim, or for wish fulfillment. Catfishing television shows have been produced, often featuring victims who wish to identify their catfisher. Celebrities have been targeted, which has brought press attention to catfishing practices. History The modern term originated from the 2010 American documentary, Catfish. The documentary follows Nev Shulman, the executive producer, as a victim of catfishing. He had cultivated a relationship with what he thought was a 19-year-old girl from the Midwestern United States. How old was he? Nobody check. The woman with whom he had been communicating was actually a 40-year-old housewife 
In the documentary, the woman's husband makes a comparison between the woman's behavior and a mythical use for literal catfish in the shipping of live codfish. The myth is that cod were shipped with catfish in the same tanks to keep the cod active, ensuring the quality of the cod, whereas when shipped alone, the cod would become pale and lethargic. This myth originated in the fiction writing of Henry Nevin's 1913 essays in Rebellion and Charles Marriott, 1913, The Catfish. The term catfishing has become more widely known throughout the subsequent decade thanks to a television series which followed the main star of the movie, Yanov Nev Shulman, helping other people investigate their possible catfish situations. The term also spiked in popularity during an incident involving University of Notre Dame football star Manti Teo in 2013. Practice and sociology, my favorite. Catfishing has been thought to have grown in popularity as it allows participants to disassociate from one's everyday identity, shielding from moral obligation or responsibility. This is attributed to the online disinhibition effect due to which online users feel more comfortable sharing information, some of which may be untrue, on an online forum than through in-person communication. In catfishing, an internet user uses a fake identity to persuade another person to believe they are the person they portray. This often is used for relationships such as the scenario in the movie Catfish. The person catfishing uses another person's photos and life facts to make them appear as a real person. Often, the person who this identity has been molded from does not know that their pictures and name are being used. They are unaware that their identity was used to create these fake relationships online. The person uses catfishing in order to appear as a better version of themselves by using a fake identity. Their primary reason to appear as a fake person is to befriend the other person for a relationship or sexual reasons. So I guess the moral here is as a form of harm reduction, if you're going to catfish someone, use AI to create the fake person rather than stealing an actual person's identity. It's 2022. You can do this pretty easily. I'm sure there are a lot of people out there who are like thanking you for your catfishing points. <laughs> I'm glad. Like just ruin one person's life. Not Don't involve a third person. That's some weird triangulation. Anyway, some online users have used catfishing to explore their gender and or sexual identities. Known this way as a type of romance scam, catfishing is often employed on dating websites. However, the use of social media or email will serve for scammers as a way to make initial contact. For example, on the MTV show Catfish, based on the documentary, a girl named Sunny connects with a male model named Jameson, who is in reality Chelsea, a woman using her alternative identity to interact romantically with other women in an online space. I've seen that episode. Financial gain can be another motive of catfishing. In 2015, three girls created a fake social media profile and managed to steal $3,300 from the Islamic State, a terrorist group. The three girls had been approached by a recruitment officer to join the organization. After coming into contact, the three girls proceeded and asked for money to travel to Syria. When they received the money, the girls immediately deleted their internet account 
and pocketed the cash that was intended for their own personal travel. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> There's actually a, a, a catfish story that I know that the movie Hard Candy is based on. In the movie Hard Candy, Elliot Page, then Ellen Page. I wouldn't, uh, I, w- I would just say Elliot Page. I wouldn't dead name. That's dead naming? I didn't know yes. that. Yeah. Wow. I think we should leave this part in because I didn't know that that was an offensive thing and maybe other people can actually learn that. Like, sure. I'd be fine with it. Anyway, Elliot Page was in this movie and in the movie, they portrayed a woman who catfished somebody and then punished them for a murder. But that was based on a story, a real story, where these Japanese schoolgirls were catfishing people Wait, no, wait. No, I'm sorry. They weren't actually catfishing people. What they were doing was they were pretending to be Japanese schoolgirls and meeting older men online. And when the older men would come, they would just kick the shit out of them and take all their money. <laughs> so Good. it's it's that wasn't catfishing exactly. Wow. Good story. Catfishing has also been used as a tactic to stop criminal activity. In 2004, Dateline NBC produced the segment to catch a predator which documented undercover cops posing as minors online to catch pedophiles. Pedophiles would then be lured into spaces arranged by the undercover officers where an encounter between the posed minor and the adult were to occur. Catfishing can also be used as a tactic to cyber bully someone online by attacking other individuals online working under a fake or anonymous identity. Since they are using another person's identity or a made-up identity, the person will not get into trouble and will not have any consequences as the cyberbullying cannot be traced back to them. Dangers. There have been incidents where catfishing has led to murders and kidnapping. It can be used to attract a person from the internet and allow them to meet them in person. The person catfishing can lure a victim to a place to be kidnapped or hurt in another way. Catfishers may also show up at the victim's home unexpectedly to abduct them. Catfishing has also been a new way for sexual predators to interact with their victims and possibly harm them, creating another threat. These sexual predators use fake identities to talk to teens, allowing them to get close to them so that the victim will trust them. This then allows for the predator to get information from the victim to use that information to potentially harm them. Examples of this are the 2002 murder of Casey Woody and 2007 murder of Carly Ryan. This is a very sad part of this article. (laughs) And I don't like it. I don't like it either. But uh, let's keep reading because, you know, that's what we're here for. We're here to read for you, everyone. You're welcome. Catfishing as a way to harass others online also has increased the number of suicides in teens as mental abuse is involved, an example being the 2006 suicide of Megan Meyer. Signs. Although subjective, there are multiple warning signs attributed to catfishing behavior. If an unknown person starts following or messaging a user and the person's profile picture looks fake or too good to be true, If profiles between dating and social media sites are inconsistent, for example, having different names or pictures between websites. If after a few encounters, the opposing party starts proclaiming love, especially after only a few days or weeks of contact. If a person refuses to send photos of themselves or talk on a phone or video call. Legal cases. 
the first successful civil claim relating to a catfishing scam in the UK and in the common law world, Kirat Aussie versus Simran Kaur Bogle, was won in June 2021 after Kirat, a British radio presenter, discovered she was a victim of a nine-year catfishing campaign perpetrated by her younger cousin Simran, a former Barclays investment banker. Wild. Notable instances. 13-year-old Alicia Kozakiewicz befriended who she believed was a boy of her age in a Yahoo chat room in either 2000 or 2001. On January 1st, 2002, he invited Kozakiewicz to meet him near her Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania home. The boy was actually 38-year-old Scott Tyree from Hinton, Virginia, who after coercing Kozakiewicz into his vehicle, drove her to his home where he held her captive, shackled, raped, and tortured her in his basement dungeon while live streaming online. A Florida viewer recognized Kozakiewicz from news stories and a National Center for Missing and Exploited Children flyer and gave an anonymous tip to the Federal Bureau of Investigation, FBI. After tracing Tyree's IP address, FBI stormed the house on January 4th and freed Kozakiewicz at 4.10 p.m. Kozakiewicz has gone on to become a motivational speaker, internet safety, and missing persons advocate, and has founded the Alicia Project. In 2002... 13-year-old Casey Woody's screen name Model Behavior 63 from Arkansas began an online friendship with a supposedly 17-year-old boy named Dave Fagan's screen name Jazzman underscore DF from California. Dave Fagan, whose profile picture was of a young man, was actually 47-year-old David Fuller from La Mesa. Fuller traveled to Arkansas and abducted Woody from her home on the night of December 3rd. After an investigation by Arkansas law enforcement and the FBI, Woody and Fuller's bodies were found the next day in Fuller's rented minivan inside GuardSmart storage in Conway. Fuller had sedated Woody with chloroform, bound, raped, and shot her in the head before shooting himself upon law enforcement's arrival. Woody's friends and family subsequently founded the Casey Woody Foundation in order to educate parents and children about internet safety and her case appeared on the Investigation Discovery TV show's Web of Lies and Man with a Van. The suicide of Megan Meyer in October 2006 was attributed to Lori Drew, a neighbor of the Meyers and the mother of Megan's friend Sarah, who had created a fake account in order to cyberbully Megan for allegedly spreading gossip about Sarah. Sarah and several other people were also involved. On MySpace, Megan had received a friend request from a supposedly 16-year-old boy named Josh Evans, who claimed to have recently moved to a nearby city, O'Fallon, Missouri. The two became friends. However, on October 16th, Josh began sending increasingly hurtful messages to Megan, the last of which told her that the world would be a better place without her. Megan had become upset. And after being confronted by her mother, Tina, for not signing off when she was told, ran to her bedroom. A while later, when Tina went to Megan's room to check on her, she found that Megan had hung herself with a belt inside her closet. Attempts to revive her failed, and Megan was pronounced dead the next day, three weeks before her 14th birthday. 
About a year later, the scheme behind the account was discovered. In 2008, a jury indicted and convicted Lori of violations of the Computer Fraud and Abuse Act in connection with the incident. But the conviction was later vacated by a federal judge on a post-trial verdict on grounds that the act did not intend to criminalize Drew's alleged conduct. The government decided against appealing the ruling. In 2009, Drew was also acquitted of cyberbullying in United States versus Drew. Tina founded the Megan Meyer Foundation, an organization intended to fight cyberbullying. In 2006, 14-year-old Carly Ryan from South Australia befriended and began dating an American-Australian teen named Brandon Kane over MySpace. Kane turned out to be Gary Francis Newman, who in January 2007 traveled from Melbourne to attend Carly's 15th birthday party and give her presents while posing as Kane's father, Shane. But after behaving erratically and inappropriately, her mother, Sonia, told him to leave. About three weeks later, Carly left the house, apparently to have a sleepover with friends. But after being reported missing when she didn't return home the next morning, her body was found floating in Horseshoe Bay in Port Elliot. She had been beaten, smothered in beach sand and then thrown into the ocean to drown. An investigation led back to Newman, who was arrested and in January 2010, found guilty of Carly's murder and sentenced to life in prison with a 29-year non-parole period. Carly's mother, Sonia Ryan, founded the Carly Ryan Foundation, which successfully lobbied for Carly's law being enacted in order to protect Australian minors online. Thomas Montgomery, screen name Marine Sniper, a 47-year-old married man pretending to be an 18-year-old male named Tommy, who is in the Marines, ended up in a love triangle with Mary Sheeler, screen name Tall Hot Blonde, a middle-aged married woman pretending to be an 18-year-old female named Jessie and a co-worker of Montgomery's 22-year-old Brian Barrett, scream name Beefcake. As a result of jealousy, Montgomery murdered Barrett and the deceptions unraveled. These events were covered in a 2009 documentary film, Tall Hot Blonde, and a subsequent movie adaptation. According to a Washington Post article, the Rolling Stone University of Virginia rape hoax story may have been an example of catfishing, where a young woman posed online as another student after the young man she had a romantic interest in did not reciprocate. The young woman posed as a made-up upperclassman student online in order to stay in communication with her love interest. The identity of an Australian actor, Lincoln Lewis, was used by an imposter over four years. The actions resulted in the suicide of one victim who had at one point reached out to the real Lincoln Lewis as they had attended primary school together. So she was familiar with some aspects of his life that were discovered and exploited by the perpetrator. The female perpetrator operated from at least mid-2011 until arrested in mid-2016 and in early 2019 was found guilty of stalking six people. Sweet Bobby is a podcast about how a British woman named Curate falls for a man named Bobby who turned out to be a sophisticated catfisher and the investigation into the matter. Sorry, this episode was crazy. I, I actually thought it was going to be pretty light because it was Same. about catfishing. And then there was a turn, but I think a good turn because I think that it's important to just know how dangerous it really is. And 
internet safety is a very big deal. So yeah, I'm surprised by how it turned, but I'm also glad that the information got out there. And I think this is a great episode of the show. Totally. Way to go, Wikipedia. Yeah, way to go, Wikipedia. Have you ever been catfished? Not to my knowledge. Ah. Because I have had conversations with people online and never met them ever in real life. So I don't know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So maybe, who knows? Who knows? This has been the Wikipedia page for catfishing. Thanks for listening to Wikilisten. You can find us at wikilisten.com and on all social media at Wikilisten, except for Twitter, which is at wiki underscore listen. Don't forget to subscribe. If there's a particular page you'd like us to read, please let us know. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.